Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. You know, I think all of us have had enemies in our life. I remember an enemy in my life at a particular time, you know, as a Christian in Christ. And, uh, you know, they, uh, this person that harassed me personally for being a Christian, and not only me, but I found out other Christians that they stumbled across, but, you know, there was uh, a hatred towards Christians from this person, and uh, so there was a lot of harassment. You know, persecution, a form of persecution is harassment, but, you know, we're not going to talk about persecution, but we want to talk about how to overcome or how to love an enemy, and what does that mean? That was a command Jesus gave his disciples. He said, you love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you and persecute you. And pray for those who curse you. So this was, this was something he gave to his disciples uh, as, they, you know, as, he, as he was speaking. He was revealing uh, their need for dependency on him to do this, of course. We don't live the Christian life in and of our own strength or self-reliantly, but we look to Christ as our sufficiency in all things. So let's talk about this for a minute. First of all, when you love an enemy, or if you do have an enemy in your life, it's, it's good to remember this saying Paul made. He says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. And so there's a reason for that. You could be in class. So whenever we're Whenever we have an enemy, always ask the question, get in the habit of asking the question, what? What can I learn in this class, Lord? Because you are enrolled in a class. Believe it or not, you're sitting in a classroom designed by him. Remember, God's school is not like man's school. It's totally different, and it's a lot of times it's life lessons learned. And so we want to ask that question because in Philippians 1.6, we're going to read there, it says, For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. And so loving your enemies. The Apostle Paul gave this in Romans 12.19. He said, Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. Okay, so first of all, whenever we have enemies, we have to remember the love that is in us, in the person of Christ. First of all, love keeps no records. Love is not easily angered. Love is kind. And folks, that's the living Christ within us. That's what he wants us to get on board with him with and to produce. So we remember, we, we look to him to produce the life, but we're on board with him because we're one spirit with him. Okay, and so that's what he wants to give enemies when we come in contact with him. And remember, we don't take vengeance. He does. We let him take vengeance. And so he has a way of doing this. And then Paul goes on to say this in Romans 12, 20. We've often heard this. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. 
Okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit about this. First of all, <clears throat> your enemy is not satisfied spiritually, most likely. Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. So when he says this, he's saying to the lost, they're hungry and thirsty. But to the saved, now in him, we are satisfied, you see. And so the hunger and the thirst is spiritual, it's real, and it's a God-shaped vacuum that only God can fill through Jesus Christ, okay? And so we have to remember that that's the, the vacuum that's, that's only God can take care of. And that need is only met by him. But nevertheless, when we have an enemy, we have to feed them and give them drink. What is that? It's love and acceptance. It's kindness. It's not keeping records of wrongs. It's not getting easily angered with them, you see. Our flesh wants to lash out and do the opposite, I know. But when we're trusting Christ, living by the Spirit, we're not going to keep records of wrongs. We're not going to easily angered, okay? And there's a reason for this. There's a reason for doing this, for not getting vengeance on our enemies, for not getting angry with them, for not getting easily angered, for not keeping records of their wrongs, for not gossiping about them behind their back, okay? And, and telling people how horrible they are. No. <clears throat> Paul says, in doing this, when you feed and give drink to your enemy, you will heap burning coals on their head, okay? And so this is uh, an instance of a connection between burning coals and repentance and cleansing. When you return good for evil, and when you are kind to your enemy, you may cause him or her to repent or change. Did you get that? So the burning coals over the head is not making them feel bad, but it's rather, you know, remember what repentance and change is. It's a change of thinking. Instead of rejecting Jesus Christ, I'm going to change my way of thinking and I'm going to accept him because I need this God-shaped vacuum filled. You see there? And so this is why it's so important to not keep records of our enemies' wrongs because we want to see them change their way of thinking. We want them to repent. Remember the Greek word for good work that, the, uh, that is being produced in us? <clears throat> Philippians 1.6, this good work that, uh, that he started, uh, that he began, that he's going to continue working on. In Philippians 1.6 was our key verse. For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began this good work in you will perfect it until the day of Jesus Christ. The Greek word for good work is argon, and its meaning is to accomplish a work. Okay, so when we want to look at a reference verse, Romans 8.29, it says there that God is in the process of conforming his children into the likeness of his son. Okay, and so that's the neat thing about this is our enemies can help God form us into the people he wants us to be in. So be careful not to say that this person is bad because we don't know what's bad. We don't know what's good. 
We just know that God is in control of our lives. And nothing comes to us that doesn't pass through his hands first. This word argon is a deed action, okay, that carries out, completes an inner desire, intention, or purpose, okay, in us. And so what, what God is doing, in Philippians 2.13, it says, For it is God in you who gives you the desire and the power. And so remember, he is the desire in us to love our enemies. But remember, that's not enough to just have the desire. He is the power to do what pleases him through us. So be encouraged. This has been Loving Your Enemies. And remember, you're in God's school today. What class are you in?